Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Whether he's on the telly, on a stage, (laughs) or on the radio, our next guest always gives it all the beans and the pulses. And you've got him to thank for making your weekend begin delicious. Saturday Kitchen continues tomorrow. Tomorrow morning at 10 on BBC One. So grab that remote and leg it to watch Matt Tebbit. Yeah! Good morning. It's the happiest show on the telly. <laughs> Saturday Kitchen, baby. How are it you, should Matt? be the new theme tune. I'm very well. Good morning, boys. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks uh, Thanks for being here. Matt, it's great we, to be we, here. We love you. Loads of people that are asking questions. We, we've decided to go for the world's earliest ever uh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas cookery phone-in. And it's going game. Are people thanking you for this? Yes, they are loving it. We love to get ahead of the game. Well begun is half done. You know that. Um, Too well begun. Could be overdone. Kitchen kind of thing going on there. Uh, What time do you get up for Saturday Kitchen? Um, Usually, well, the trouble is I don't sleep very well. So I'll get up at three and then four and then five and then the alarm officially goes off about half five. You should come and work with us. Oh, my (laughs) word. I cannot sleep before. So, But then you just run on adrenaline, don't you? Yeah, now there are dress rehearsals and there are walkthroughs and there are blockthroughs. But you do have to do all the cooking to see if it works. Totally. You block it through. That's why when you get to the Saturday Kitchen, kitchen studio it's, it's already the hottest studio in telly <laughs> and then it, it goes on and then all the lights go all the studio lights go on for broadcast and then it gets even hotter and the ovens have been on for longer <laughs> then there's the adrenaline and there's more bodies in the building and then there's a bit of stress thrown in there seasoned with a bit of stress it's the hottest studio isn't it in the world it is in I the know, world i know in more ways than one in more I, ways than one <laughs> which is why i always wear dark colors because you right? can't, yeah, because you sweat. You sweat so much. Yeah, you do. Which is not a nice thing to talk about. But All right, yeah. so what time do you arrive at the studio? Uh, I usually get there about um, half six, yeah. 25 past six. And then like you that. straight on. And then we kick off at about quarter to seven. Uh, and then that's it. We're in full flow. And we do that right up to the news link. We do everything. We rehearse the chat. But, I mean, we kind of rehearse it, but you never know where it's going to go. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's much it's, more... It's such a great show, though, man. It's such a great it's show. Great. I know Thank it's you. toughy. It's, it's toughy and it has its challenges, but that's because it's good. You know, that's because it's great. You know, to Well, it's to... worthwhile. You know, it's, it's more than that. It's brilliant. It's a massive audience share. People love it. it. It can be there for as long as everybody wants it to be there. Because it's still firing on literally all cylinders. I was on this year. Thanks for having me on. It was so good, Adam. You've such... joined in. It's so nice when people join I had in. Such a laugh. 
Good. I'm I glad. literally had such a laugh. I came off and, you know, people don't text me about anything anymore because I'm too grumpy. And uh, they were like, that was great. You should do it more often. That's great. And I was driving, I'm thinking, no, that was great. I really did have the best time ever. Um, other highlights this year. Other highlights. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than me. Were there like, any? Did anything come close to that, yeah. Matt? Has anybody come close to following in my mighty footsteps with my huge egotistical footprint all over the face of Saturday um, recently, we had uh, Ramesh. He's he's a lovely fellow. Yeah, he's all right. Always, but uh, Clive Myrie, he was surprising. He really surprised me. I knew it was going to be nice, but yep. you see the kind of the newsy, worky side yeah, of Clive, yeah. Myrie, Clive Myrie. And then you see him off duty, as it were. Yeah. And he just, he's all smiles. He's all chat. Yeah. What a lovely man. Who else? Um, Paul Whitehouse. Yeah. Very funny. You haven't had many movie stars on recently because the actors strike, but they're True. all coming back now, aren't they? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And the Christmas running, we are going to stage today the world's earliest ever Christmas cookery phone in. And we've we've had loads of people asking uh-huh. us questions and things. Okay, good. We don't do this. We're taking phone calls. Yeah, thanks very much. I didn't know I was doing it. So my sister-in-law, Michelle, <laughs> called my mum and said, have you got any questions for Matt? So I said, what? what's going on? When do you, when does it? start with you when do you start going Christmassy on the show well we kind of started already so we recorded our um, Christmas Eve show because oh. uh, we're off there we're recording tomorrow we're doing a double record so we're doing the live show and then we're going to do they're fun days oh aren't they? wow that's a long day <laughs> uh, and then we're going to do the New Year show so we got Ed Gamble coming on for that yeah, he loves his food he's been on the show he loves his food Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a judge on the Great British that's Union, right you know? yeah. yeah a very uh, very funny very nice guy we've had him on before so, so yeah you can, you can keep the energy up yeah. And um, you brought about the omelette challenge for me. Thank you. You're welcome. You wanted to do it. I, I did. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't. I still think it, I think it should be on. I think it should do. Totally you? Be, oh, of course I do. I didn't take a vote on that. I'm not percent. sure the chefs would agree. Yeah. That was the one thing they used to get quite nervous about. Yeah. All these high, high flying. Of course, chefs. With you, that's what you want, though. You want them unco- a little uncomfortable, a little <laughs> discombobulated. <laughs> I think you do. Do you? Yeah, it's great though because people come on and they 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 get it within about sort of fifteen minutes if they haven't been on it before. Yeah, they suddenly relax and they go, "This is really fun." I go, yeah, it. it's fun. I I, I love I love Amanda. I love the the whole setup. I love everything that goes on there. Also, that that building is seen, you know, because it was the old Rich and Judy building, wasn't it? It was. It wasn't that building. They were in another building. Um, Close but, by. Uh, yeah, K- Kennington. That right, was, okay. uh, but the Cactus as a company have had a lot of history, good yeah, vibes, making man. a lot of good TV. Good vibes, right? Just uh, briefly, because mm. the world has changed now. So, when you were cutting your teeth as a chef, mm. yeah, I mean, legally, I mean, it wouldn't be legal now, <laughs> would it? You, you, you couldn't do it, could you? You couldn't. You can't what, treat people the way they used to be treated. Well, it's about the hours, about the heat, about the treatment, about everything, really. Yeah, it was um, brutal. What it is was brutal. I suppose it is still brutal. Obviously, people who want to be chefs, you know, it doesn't make it right for one second. No. But they, they, they are, they were aware of of what it's like at the coalface. Yeah, I mean, every I was told every hard day you have in one place is an easy day somewhere else, and that's kind of stuck with me. And it always made me laugh when I when I sort of jumped from from the kitchen to doing telly. People in telly are always quite concerned about the number of hours you're working and whether you've got a coffee and a tea and stuff like that. And they say, are you all right? Are you tired? And go, no, I'm not tired because we have used to work yeah. 16, 18 hours a chef. day yeah. for, for literally no money uh, in hot conditions, often very quite brutal conditions. Yeah. So everything's easy mm. after that. What, what's, um, can you remember the first time you cooked for a, for a face, a name? Yeah, I can. 
it was uh, I was working at Alistair Little's in Lancaster Road and we used to regularly get Brian Ferry in and that was super cool and then he come down the toilets were downstairs and they were just off to the kitchen so we'd see him come down and then every time he come in he'd leave 20 quid for the kitchen and we felt like millionaires it was brilliant well, it was a lovely him. thing to good do good for him good for you yeah uh, others other names other names uh, early on maybe wow we used to have i mean when i worked for marco we used to have all sorts of names in who didn't you have in uh yeah it was it was one of those places but that, that was the sort of you know kitchens in the 90s they did were, you go did you work at a few of marco's places or one of i worked kitchens? at two i i started at one i got sacked within a month which one was that that was the oak room that was his three-star flagship right. so you know i was naive and arrogant so that was piccadilly circus wasn't it? Uh, it was, yeah. yeah. And then he, he sacked me. Is that where they had the £800 pineapple? It wasn't, it wasn't £800. It was, it, it was like a shrunken head, though. It was, about, it was, it was some hundred pounds. It was, I can't remember the price. I it was a 12-hour slow-roast pineapple, it was it? Yeah, and he used to stud it with vanilla and um, and spices and rum. It's delicious. Oh, Absolutely. sorry, so where else then? Uh, so then uh, I went to work at the Criterion um, across the road, which was, I think, the busiest... Um, restaurant in town at the time we used to do 400 for lunch 400 for dinner it was it was full on and did you always get heads up when somebody was in uh yes you did kitchen would know everyone sort of stood to attention as it were everyone made more effort but everyone was aware i suppose and how present was marco then very 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 because he was going around different places yeah totally who were the two famous guys the two restaurateurs st james's guys ivy they sold out oh uh corbin and king Corbin and King. Yeah. They used to go to one last night, all their restaurants, didn't they? They used to have little motorbikes because they had to get around the mall to during go and a, see them all. Well, and, and that's the that's the, the sign of a great restaurateur who's somebody who doesn't take their foot off the gas and goes who's in there all the time overseeing. Or their hand things. off the gas. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and what about your first um, your first outing under setting sail under your own steam? If you can do that. Um, so <laughs> so yeah. So I left London. I bought uh, an old pub in the country. Um, and it was right at the time. It was just coincidence. It was right at the time that whole gastropub thing. When about when about was it that? was? Oh, when was that? Early was that two thousand? I think it was two thousand. Right. And we so we bought this old pub. There was a lot of young guys coming out of London doing the same. They wanted to produce good food that they worked in Michelin style restaurants, produce that good food, but not with all the pomp and ceremony right. associated with it. So we bought this old pub. Me and my wife. We lived upstairs. We had kids. We used to come down and cook and, and then Diana Henry this lovely uh, food uh, food writer brought the gastropub cookbook out and we were in that and that kind of changed everything game changer totally totally it's amazing what a little bit of press can do whereabouts actually. was the pub it was in Wales in a place called Nanty Derry right uh, near uh, Abergavenny um, Abergavenny Abergavenny yeah and, uh, and we live not far from there today actually and it was great I mean hard work country pubs family run businesses are hard hard work yeah and often the only way you can make them even begin to potentially pay their own way is if you are you're there owner managers and you're not paying other people yeah so, so anyway, so Lisa if you're was out the people, front. You'd be out of business. Yeah, you? totally. Lisa was out the front. I was in the kitchen. Only it didn't work without us. Yeah, basically. Uh, what was the first dish that um, you put on the menu uh, and you thought, oh, "This, this, this one's this one's never coming off." Oh, that's a tricky one. I love things like 
uh, oxtail and slow braises, beef cheeks. I did this dish. Um, it was a ham hock. It was ham hock, and it was. I clarified the stock, so it was this beautiful hammy broth. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. I used to, used to roast some scallops <laughs> and put that with it. So scallops and ham. I mean, it was a, it was a nice I am combination. Now and we used to do that with a little bit of salsa verde and a few mustard fruits. That was delicious. See, I was completely fine till then, and now I've gone from like zero to a ten hungry. <laughs> Just because well, of that. The, yeah, no, those dishes were cool. Well, so you, you can see him at home, but he's doing this thing. He's doing the thing with his hands as well. <laughs> oh, he's doing all the invisible seasoning and all that kind of stuff. We're talking about knives earlier on. Yeah. Um, do you? They say a chef's. They say a hunter, don't they? A cat, somebody out in the wild, only as good as your knife. Same with the chef. Sometimes. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of energy put into expecting chefs to have amazing knives right you could cook a great meal with a set of basic knives as long as they're sharp yeah um i mean marco famously can i say brand names yeah of course you can Do yeah you. marco famously said years ago a good set of sabatiers which aren't the most expensive knife by any stretch right will do you good have you ever had, had a knife deal a knife deal yeah this is like a back street knife deal. no no <laughs> have you ever had a knife deal no i haven't no. like a sponsor kind of no i because <laughs> no, <laughs> Jamie, because Jamie's had all the deals, hasn't oh, he? I know. Probably why I haven't. Have you had any deals? <laughs> um, what's getting, the best? Come on, what's the best? There. Deal? <laughs> what's, what's the best deal you've had? Come on. Can I talk about this? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Uh, I just think it's fun. Well, I do. I'm to be honest. That a lot of them have. I haven't had those deals. There's there's one that. I'm but you're Matt Tebbit from Saturday. Are oh, you not allowed to? Moment. Are you? No. BBC. Exactly, oh, what a exactly. nightmare! Exactly. That's, oh, that's the end of that. Then. That's why I'm treading carefully. That was a nice seven years, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry. So you're not asking me? Can you say brand names? You're asking yourself in your own. Exactly. You, I, didn't, I thought, why is he asking me that? <laughs> no, you can't. I don't want to get into hot water it's, um, or even tepid water on the back burner. It's... <laughs> It's a hot potato. Right, moving one. on. Um, so, when did you? No offense to Wales at all, by the way, um, and hopefully mm. none at all taken. When Why did, did you, I move there? When did you, no? When did you come back this way? Or tell you what happened? Tell you where? Tell you wise? You know, um, to take me out of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so we had the restaurant for about fourteen years, and then, isn't it amazing you've done all this stuff just talking about it? Well, now. I feel really old. I'm fifty at Christmas. I feel very He's old. Talking to the wrong guy, mate. Uh, um, and we, so I was, I was kind of dipping in and out and there was quite a few years where I was running from the kitchen. I did a show, um, I was still doing a show called Food Unwrapped on Channel 4. That would take me away uh, a lot of the week. And then How did I'd, you get your first gig though? Okay, so that was pretty, I did a thing for ITV Wales and then... No, uh, how did you get that? What? Oh, I, I, what, I, I sorry, the question? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jeez. Wow. Okay, we're really <laughs> going back. Okay, yeah. so I run, we won an award. How were you discovered? How were you discovered? We won an award for the restaurant. Right. Okay, we got AA best restaurant AA Gill or AA AA thingy. Automobile Association yes thank you right. uh, best restaurant in Wales and that goes in the press uh, thank you amazing. that goes in the press then somebody sees that and they say oh we need somebody for this show blah 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 so I did that but the real kind of clincher was um, we had um, I did I had a food review by Matthew Fort who right. I, again I saw last night um, and Where were you last night? What was going on? I was uh, judging a croutoff at a beautiful restaurant called Maison Francois. Can I tell you? It's commercial, right? I can yeah, say that. Um, you're, oh, the you're, the, you're the man from the BBC. It's such a grey area, this. God, you got me all nervous. It's like, <laughs> it's like take, five years it ago. It's like, you back? This is why you left. <laughs> so Jeez. I was judging these, um, these pâté en croûtes, yeah. uh, which is brilliant. It's great mm. fun. I'm still full of it. <clears throat> probably why I couldn't sleep. 
Um, brilliant night. It's all Matthew Fort. So he, when he was reviewing for The Guardian, yes. he gave us a great review. Uh-huh. Now, four years later or something like that, he turns up as a judge on the Great British Menu. Right. And he had to put names forward for the region. So he put me forward for Wales. I did it for a week against my friend Bryn Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bryn beat me. I thought nothing more of it. That was that. And then the January, when we, and it's, it's quite a, it's an interesting story, actually, if you've got time. So the January, we'd had a terrible Christmas. No, that's all a good time for. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was terrible. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I know you are. <laughs> so we had we had a terrible Christmas. Then it started snowing. Uh, there was no money coming to the restaurant. I thought, how the hell am I going to pay the bills? And looking out of the snow, almost in tears, phone goes, and it was the production company. And they said, have you ever thought about presenting? And I went, and ordinarily, because believe it or not, I'm quite shy. I couldn't stand up in a room and give a speech. Um, I said, well, what the hell have I got to lose? So I, so I did it, and that got me uh, this gig called Market Kitchen, which ran for about eight years. And off the back of that, I got asked to do Saturday Kitchen and stand in for Market James. Kitchen. It was really good, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was a great show. It was fun. And it's quite loose, I, wasn't it? In, in the, it was really All loose. the right ways. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I liked it. Totally. Um, and then I stood in for James. And then years later, here we are. So that's that was the first thing. And how does it feel? Are you... I mean, we all are where we are. Mm. And we're exactly where we're meant to be. That's mm. how life is. Sliding doors moments. Mm. You know, every moment is a sliding oh, doors moment. Oh, so many. Um are you happy with where you are? I'm so happy. You with do where see. I, am. I mean, you see. You know. You say you're 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 you know a few months off fifty. Um, I love I love your your energy. I really love your energy. It's well. It's it's. I mean, somebody said once you have the best job in the world. Emma Freud actually. And I, it wasn't until I I thought about. It, I said yes, I do. I'm sure you think you've got the best job in the world. Yeah, I do. I mean, we're very lucky. We're very, very fortunate yeah, yeah. that we do something we absolutely love. And every Saturday I go out there and I love it. We just had such a laugh. It doesn't feel like work. It's still hard. There's still challenges. Yeah, it's fine. But Should be. Otherwise it's, it'd be... It, feels, it feels worth it. And when people, when people come up to you and they say they love it and stuff like that, it's, it's the best feeling. It it's so nice. Feeling. Congratulations. Well done. Thanks, man. Very, very pleased for you. Uh, should we do this then? Should we do this? Um... Yeah, what we do? I'll okay, so we're going to do right. the world's earliest ever Christmas cookery phone in and text in. We're going to play a tune with your old okay, friend fine. Brian Ferry. Okay, good, good. Nice old one. 20 quid Brian, as we now call it. <laughs> it's funny because when we were around that time, you know, yeah. there were those of us who went to the pub for four days, yeah. five days, and there were those people who went for a meal at a restaurant. And they tended to fare better in the long run you than think? The, the former. <laughs> Isn't that, there's a life lesson there. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. It won't be like this forever, so just enjoy it while it's here. It's a really wonderful thing. And James Bay. It's about me. It's about my relationship with Lucy. It sums up so much of what went into writing this whole album. We're all works in progress. I still don't necessarily know who I am. And Depeche Mode's Dave Gahan remembering the late, great Andy Fletcher. 
Thatcher. I'll be honest with you, the first thought that came in my head was, I wish I'd been a bit kinder. Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash UK. Celebrity diners, they do like to make friends with well-known chefs, don't they? That sort of goes hand in hand, doesn't uh, it? Well, it's the, yeah, I guess so. It is a thing. Yeah, it seems, seems to be a thing. Who's the, who's the best of the best? What, cooking-wise? Just generally. There's so many. Who's That's the... a tricky question. Legend. Depends. Legends, um, ooh. I mean, I think Rick, I love what he he's does. He was in the other week. He was, he's, he's amazing. Was he here? He? Yeah, he's... he's cause oh, you know, he, lovely guy. He had open heart surgery. Yeah, I know. He looks very well, actually. Yeah, looks great. He's back. His new book's fantastic, isn't mm. it? Can't remember what it's called. Uh, Simple Suppers. Simple Suppers, It's really yeah. good. Oh, did he come on the show? He's coming on next week, I think. I've got to watch Saturday Kitchen more because I love it. It's just because we have all these children doing all this stuff at the weekends. Mm. It's not easy anymore. Yeah. Um, Feel it. Yeah, no, he's great. What about Marco, obviously, Ledge? Yeah. Uh, his book is ridiculous. You read that book? Um, what, the autobiography? Yeah. Uh, no, I've got it. I've not read it. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, no, he's got an amazing story. Angela Hartnett? Brilliant. Ridiculous. And what a lovely girl. Ridiculous. Her stories, her stories working for Gordon are hilarious. Hilarious? Yeah, no, they are. Because really? she, la- yeah, I'll tell you why they're hilarious. Uh, by the way, you know. Yeah. They're hilarious because when she tells them, yeah. she can't stop laughing. And I think it's uh, through the madness coping of mechanism. what it was, totally. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, absolutely crazy. Yeah. The, the, talk about hours. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, we've got loads of questions. Loads. Will from Bear Green is sorry. I have a question for Matt. The big problem I have with cooking. Should we have some Christmas music? Yeah. yeah. Some Christmas music. What the heck? The big problem I have with cooking Christmas dinner <laughs> sorry, is. I feel like I'm in a garden centre. Timing. <laughs> <laughs> Customer service. Customer service. There are so many things going on. How do you get everything ready at the same time? Oh, seriously? Come on then, Will. Uh, how do you get everything ready? You, you treat it like you would in a restaurant. So you blanch vegetables. Prep, you prep, 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 get them all ready. And then you can just, in case of reheating at the last minute. It's like a big Sunday lunch. Yeah. Okay. So, so a lot of it is a lot of tricks involved here. So Tasha's already all our Christmas, not all our Christmas, all yeah. our Christmas veg already done in right. the freezer. Gravy's already in the freezer. Nice. All frozen. All, literally all done. You she, lucky man. I know. I know. She made, And she does the red cabbage one week and she's that in like... October. So she's kind of breezing through it. No, no, she, you know what she's like. Leisurely, she I like it. She smashes it's it. good. Okay, so prep, 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 all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Dave says, uh, generally have roast beef at Christmas and always cook it in the standard basic way. How could we liven it up and make it a little more interesting? Hmm. Depends what cut you have, I suppose. I mean, a nice rib of beef. Um, what would you do? You could, how would you make it more interesting? You could wrap it in hay, I what? suppose. You could get that smoky hay flavour. What's the fire risk there, just out of interest? Well, you put it in a pot. Yes. And then you surround it in hay. I mean, you do it with lamb, right? That's the traditional way yeah. of doing it. And then you um, you could bake it in the hay. So you, 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 damp the, you dampen the hay down, you put some herbs in it, and you put the lid on the pot, and as it cooks, the hay obviously heats up, yeah. and then that just sort of imparts that flavour. I like it. I just think it sounds risky. It's not risky. All right, it's okay. been done for generations. Yeah, usually in the middle of a field, I would imagine. Not you somebody, set fire if you to live it. near Dave, Dave doesn't tell us where he's, he's from. No wonder. <laughs> he's a fire risk. George in Kings Lynn, I think I've heard all the variations for the best roast potatoes. What's yours, Matt? Your um, go to roasty recipe. Okay, well, I have to say Nigella. Hats off to Nigella for this one. Yep. Um, you par boil them until they're just soft. You smash them around in a colander. You toss them in semolina. Uh, to get that nice kind of crispy, oh, <laughs> crispy kind of coating, and then cook it in uh, really hot oil or a little bit of duck fat. So you know what Tash does? What she do? Okay. She's probably done it already. 
she well we have it we have a roast every sunday yeah. so what she does is uh we have these marble surface tops yeah. which i'm not really a fan of well i am now because yeah. what she does so she marble surfaces she put her marble i know <laughs> how they have unbelievable isn't it? hey come on I've got a ciggy for the sarnie so she parboils the potatoes yeah um and she sieves them and she then lays them oh, out cool. on the marble surface to surface to cool. Yeah. And since she started doing that, they crisp up so yeah, much yeah, better yeah, yeah. before putting them back well, in. Well, totally. It's what it's like putting, you know, triple cooked chips. It's like putting them in the fridge, isn't it? It's cool. Them, you do? Cool them right down. Also, it has the, it has a sense of ceremony about it. You know, mm-hmm. we sort of... When you see that, yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah, we know it's all right. Yeah. Nice. Right, Paula in Leicestershire is on the phone. The world's earliest ever <laughs> Christmas cookery phone in has just started officially. Paula, good uh, morning. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Paula. Good Good morning morning. to Vassos. Good morning to Vassos. Hello, hello, Paula. Yes, hello, Vassos, my favourite. Oh, all right. I wish I hadn't mentioned. (laughs) See, Paula, back up. Talk about (laughs) a slap in the... This is why we don't do callers. And and by the way, here endeth the world's first ever... (laughs) Thanks very much, Paula. November Christmas Cookie Friday. Paula, you three to Matt. What would you like to ask him, my dear? (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, It's a two-pronged question. Okay. So, first part is... Butter the bird, do you butter on top or underneath the skin? Second part, yeah. do you then cook the bird on its back or on its front? <laughs> uh, okay, I would, uh, I'd probably put the butter under the skin. I'd season the butter, I'd maybe put some herbs in it, and then I'd shove it uh, under the skin very carefully, not to break the skin. So then that way, when it melts, it's kind of, it's leaving all its flavours in, in the all over the mm. breast and you shove it down the legs. It's great. And then I would cook it on the top, uh, still a standard size. And then if you fancy, you could flip it over and um, cook it on the other side. All right. And how long can you can you rest the turkey for? How can you take it hours before? Because people do panic um, about this as well, I don't think, they? I th- well, everyone's yeah. It's, as long as your gravy's hot and everything else yeah, is hot, then it's hours, all right. Well, I would do it for probably rest it for half the cooking time. Yeah, yeah. But you can rest it hour. for a bit longer if you want to. Yeah, you yeah, can get sure. out in the morning, so you're not rushed. Is what yeah, I'm totally, talking about. Totally. Mm-hmm. Paula, anything else you'd like to say to Matt? No, I think that's great. I love the show, Chris, Matt. I watch Thanks. you every Saturday. Um, you are an absolute star. You make me laugh and you, <laughs> you have taught me how to cook. So thank you. Oh, bless you, Paula. Thank um, you very much. And both of you, you should do a little Christmas ditty this year, I think. A Get ditty? Chris cooking. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I, look, yeah Chris, I'd go there on, every week if they'd let me. I love we it. We will I let know. you. I think I'm Me also. Too. I'm also. I think I'm good for the for the karma there as well. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are. Paula, have a lovely day in Leicestershire. Thanks, Paula. Great. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Ta-da. Bye. And you Ta-da. Don't. More questions. Here we go. Lisa in Glasgow. My 14-year-old daughter is insisting on having a nut roast for a Christmas dinner this year. Matt, where do I start? <laughs> From a very stressed mum. <laughs> We nut roast it. We nut roast it right up and it's great. Do you great. though? Or do you, do you just yeah. say yeah, you gen- nut roast genuinely it? Genuinely, we but nut roast it. Uh, whose recipe? Cook. Cook. Well, sorry, <laughs> as in the high street chain. You just heat it up. Yep. Wow. But we make everything else. Oh, okay. That's okay then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> is it nice? Yes, delicious. I don't think I've ever had I a nut roast. I thought nut roast was like, a, I just thought it was a, a joke, like yeah. the TARDIS. <laughs> no. It's really nice. Did people really actually nice. have a nut roast? I yeah. thought it was just know. the punchline to like, th- a load of gags. <laughs> Is it good? Have I you mean, ever... you have to t- no, I've never done it. I've never eaten one. So the, my, the... my daughter, who once tried to turn you vegetarian when she was drunk yes. at Car Fest, that yes. one, she came down from university in November for reading week. Right. And she said, can I just, can I, I really, I'd love a nut roast. So we had a 
big roast dinner God, for the whole family. And it was lovely welcoming her back into the fold with a nut oh, roast. Oh, get you, mm. father of the year. So when Lisa <laughs> in Glasgow says, re a nut roast for Christmas dinner, Matt, where do I start? Your answer is you don't. I yeah. don't know. You just don't. You just don't. Just come round us. I'm ours. trying to think of something else. But, um, My 40 year old daughter is insisting on having a nut <clears throat> roast for a Christmas dinner this year. Well, nut roast for one, then. The smallest world. The, uh, just yeah. a little they do one. do a nut roast for one. Do they? Cook, yeah. But then I suppose if you've got lots of nice veg and stuff. It's really nice. Yeah. And nice gravy. Yeah. Well, the turkey's only gravy. really. Yes. I would say a nut roast for one might be their number one selling item. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey's only really a vehicle for the gravy anyway. So you may as well just nut roast. And nut, ro- nut roast is more flavoursome than turkey. This, this, this is the, is the worst earliest chat. ever Christmas cookery phone. It's not a conversation about nut roast, you nutter. You nutter nut roast. Nutter roast. <laughs> Kate in Warwickshire. Here's my Christmas question for Matt. I'm planning pork shoulder slow roast for nice. seven hours this Christmas. Yeah. Slow and low. I'm thinking of using ginger and garlic paste on the meat. Any other ideas, please, Matt? Oh, um, that's got kind of Asian vibes about it, hasn't it? Nice. Um, bit of um, bit of honey, bit of five spice. Uh, what else could you put in there? I think that, that would be enough. Garlic, ginger, five spice, honey. Um, take the top off. Or, or you need to cover it, don't you, for seven hours, and then you take the uh, take the foil off, and then just colour it up. That and it'll be all sticky and chewy. That'd be delicious. And pork. Seven hours though. Yeah, slow, slow and low with a pork shoulder. That's pretty punchy, isn't it? Because pork is the is the one meat that will dry out if you. Well, a shoulder's fine because there's lots of fat, fat on it, okay. and that's what you need to do. So right. that's about the right amount of time. Right. But uh, that's quite a commitment when they've got a lot going on. And you have to get up early for that. But she sounds quite confident. Well, good, She's good even put, like, you know, those three expectant dots on her text. Here's well, like, my Christmas question, dot, 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 dot. dot, dot. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? And, and the rest of the text will be with us after the break. Christine Cornwall, how should I... Oh, sorry, Christine Cornwall is on the phone. Uh, hello, Christine Cornwall. Hello, happy Christmas, Chris. Hello, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Christmassy Chris in Cornwall Shire. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very good, very good, thank you. OK, you're through to Matt Tepper. Hey, Chris. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm good. I've got a bit of a tricky one. Oh, great. I'm, I'm cooking for 10 Christmas Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like them? <laughs> I love them all. That's my first yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I love them okay, all. First question. <laughs> I want to do a good job. Yeah. Uh, but I arrive, we're going on holiday for a cheeky Christmas getaway. Right. And I don't arrive back until the 23rd. Okay. Probably in the afternoon. Right. So what can I do between the 20? No, no. You've got 26 hours. <laughs> you can build a house. You what are you talking about? Quite a lot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'd get it back 10 no, no, p.m. No. Christmas Eve. 20, 24th, 24th, we get back to the country, and I've got. Uh, so I've got the afternoon of the 24th oh, to get everything ready. It's getting a bit more edgy. The afternoon of the 24th. I mean, what do you usually have? Do you usually have the whole shebang? Yeah, usually the big birds, but I've, I'm, I'm thinking that's not going to. Well, no, yeah, I mean, just. I can't, you know, it's, I can't it's, pick it's, it up. Well, I mean, you could get it. Uh, you could get it delivered, couldn't you? Uh, Do you or... want Matt to come round? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. Have you got anything on? It's either that uh, yeah, or a nut roast from Cook. My fiftieth special birthday. Um, I would. I mean, if you got a piece of beef, you could just put it in the fridge. You could buy it uh, well beforehand right. and sit it in the fridge, and it's going to be sit there quite happily. Unlike a bird you don't want to buy that too far in advance um so or, like a big, big rib of beef for a week in the fridge would be fine absolutely it'll get better and better yeah so maybe go down that route and then you could just slice it yeah rib of beef slice it into big chops uh you could even uh roast those chops individually and then slice them and then just do all your veg 
you know, yeah. same as. Chris, you'll be, you'll be fine. You're thinking about, where are you going, where are you going on holiday? Where are you going for your break? Uh, so, uh, French Alps for a cheeky little... Nice. Have they got any snow? Uh, the snow? It's already snowing. Is it? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Good, I'm off there after Christmas. Well, happy Christmas. Cheers, Chris. Thank nice. You. Thanks for that, Chris. Good luck. Enjoy your Christmas. holiday. Thanks. Bye-bye. See ya. Um, is it Feliz Navidad? Is that what we say? Uh, it's not in French, is it? That's not French. What is it? Bon, bon Noël. Me- that's that Mexican. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's on the way. It's on the way. Depends which way you go around. <laughs> Dearest Chris, I hope all is well, as it can be in your world. I think you often uh, try to transmit positive thoughts. Just to say thank you so much for having Matt on the show this morning from his boss, Amanda. Of course. Hey, yeah. Yay. Good morning, Amanda. Claire in Cardiff, can you spatchcock a turkey to reduce cooking time in the oven? Yes, you can. That's some kind of spatchcocking, isn't That's it? That's a big old spatchcock. Wow, I've never seen a spatchcock <laughs> turkey before. I mean, the trouble is with that, you'd struggle to get it in, in your the oven. In the oven, I was going to say, the wingspan. You'd have to cut it in half and do it in two bits. Yeah. One on top of each other. Okay, nice though. Give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. Why not? Just for a laugh. That does cook down, cut down the cooking time. Have you ever tried to fry an ostrich egg? <laughs> no. We did it. <laughs> did you? Did it on TF. I bet it was tough as old boots. It's getting getting I in. I bet it's horrible. Getting, getting, we had to saw into the egg. <laughs> no. Why? Why did you do it? Just for a laugh. Like a lot of those things. Just a massive <laughs> frying pan. Why, why did we do that? Biggest frying egg. <laughs> we were trying to do a first here. We're doing the first there. That's what we're doing. <laughs> ben in rugby says, "Can you ask Matt for any tips for doing a beef Wellington?" Oh. Wow. Cooking for first six on Christmas Day and I really don't want to mess it a up. Beef Wellington. I tell you, the recipe I always follow is Gordon Ramsay's. I think it's on BBC Good Food. <laughs> it's a great so, answer. Yeah. I love it. I love I, whenever it. I've done it, it works a treat. Yeah. Because you've got to have your beef at room temperature before you cook it. Okay, that's that's really important. Top tip, top tip. That's because of the cooking time. The, yeah, combined, yeah, yeah. It's too the, cold the combined cooking time exactly. of the pastry and the... Yeah, yeah. Meat. Helen Tibbet, not related. What are the chances in that? Ooh. Well, you must be somewhere Same spelling the line. or not. T-E-W-B-U-T-T. Yes, that's about the third one I've met ever. What bits can I prepare in advance and put in the freezer? All the veg, the gravy. Yeah. I can answer this one. Yeah, go, go and do it. Well, that's it. I just answered it. <laughs> all the veg, all the gravy. <laughs> all right. We have uh, another caller on the world's earliest ever Christmas Christmas cookery fair. I think it's going very well, don't you? Mm. I think we should go for July next yeah. year. <laughs> um, live from Carfest, the Christmas cookery phoning. Camilla from near Northampton. Hello, Camilla. Hello, Chris and all of you. Hello, Camilla. Hello. Welcome like to the family show. family in the morning. Good morning. Oh, we're like a family. <laughs> Dysfunctional one. Okay, who's who? Who's who? Who am I in your family? Oh, you're just, you're just one of my best friends. Oh, that's family. nice. Yeah. Um, well, all who, of you are. Who's Vassos in your family? Who's he closest oh, to? Oh, I'm cl- probably closest to Vassos, but I love Tilly most oh, because this... she's got the best voice. Tilly's got a great voice, hasn't mm. she? Yeah. Well done. But you're like, you're like the you know, the grandfather of everything. The so grandfather. All, well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like you, Camilla. Unfortunately, <laughs> we seem to have lost the line from Northampton. Um, never mind. Camilla was great while she lasted, wasn't she? Right. So, well, I'm um, a grandfather. I'm a, gra- I'm a proud grandfather. <laughs> anyway, off you go, Camilla. What's your question? So I just wanted to know about pre-making gravy. Last mm. year, I did do Tasha's gravy, but I've not been that organised yet this year. Although I can still do it. But what's the best recipe for pre-making your gravy? Um, well, best recipe for Best gravy. Just give us the best gravy Okay, the best gravy. Ever. So um, what would you do? So I would roast, say you're roasting whatever it is, chicken, beef, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You do it on veg. On your skillet. Uh, yes. And then you let all the fat drip into the veg. And then when that comes out, you've got all those juices. So then I would, de- I usually use Madeira. 
So deglaze with some Madeira because you've got that sweetness. And then depends on what sort of gravy vibes you want. You could add a bit of port. And you bring all this down by about half. So you bring your Madeira down by half. Then you add your port, bring that down. And then you skim off the fat. And How then do you, you skim off some... the fat? Because people get really paranoid okay, about so the fat. Okay, so the best thing to do is to buy one of those clever squeegees. Yes. Tip it into a bowl, let it settle, and then you plunger it up, Touches don't you? the old thing with a bread, a slice of bread. Oh, that works. That yeah, works. So you lay a slice of bread on top. It's kind of a danger of you're going to pick oh, up no, the meat juices gravy, as well. Yeah, no, I mean, no. the best thing to do is tip it into a glass bowl, let it cool. You could, you could cool it and then just pick the fat off. Yeah. I mean, if you've got enough time to do that. Otherwise, just just scoop off the fat. You could keep that, obviously. Roast your spuds in it. Yeah. Um, and then you're left with just the meat juices. And then what? And then those would go back in. And then I would add uh, some beef stock yep. as well. And you'd, buy, you'd buy the beef stock. Buy you? beef stock. Yeah. i tell you what I'm really into. Yeah. Chicken powder. Chicken powder. <laughs> Have you seen chicken powder? Yeah. We, it we, makes we, everything delicious. You, you, Don't look the, at the ingredients. Roast potato and beans. It's delicious. Yeah. Or, or vegan cheese, which still already comes Whoa, quite that's, quite that's a different conversation. Okay, let's not have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt, I don't know if this is any good as a phone-in, but I enjoyed it. I think it was nice. I think we had a good time, That you? was great. I'm not sure anyone learns anything. They learn how to have a good time. How to relax, how to chill your beans, and hopefully um, roast a bit of this, that, and the other. Listen, have a great time on your show tomorrow. Thanks, man. Um, there are very few people that I'm properly jealous of. You're one of them because you host a great show. That's very sweet of you. Thank I you. I really mean it. It's it's similar vibes in here, I have to say. Yeah, but we have to do it every single day. <laughs> and there's no and drinks that... afterwards. And there's no party. <laughs> it's not like telly. Nobody talks about it. You get one viewer. You're on the front page of the papers. You get millions of listeners. It's like you don't even exist anymore. But I'm all right with it. That's where I prefer to roll nowadays. <laughs> 10 o'clock tomorrow, yeah? 10 o'clock tomorrow. 10 o'clock tomorrow. Who's on tomorrow? Michael Ball. Michael, I love Michael My, Ball. What a lovely man. You look, you, if you squint, you know oh, sometimes... stop. You know sometimes if you, they say if you want to know if you've spread the trees... You, yeah, on your, your dark spots on sorry, your tree. Your lights, Christmas mm. lights. You see you squint and you can see all the dark... If you squint... I look like Michael Ball, is that what you're saying? You look the spit of Michael Ball. Is that because I laughed at that last call and called you granddad? I can't remember that. I think you're making it up. <laughs> Clearly, you, you need to get some more sleep. <laughs> right, man, so that's it. Bye-bye, everyone. Have the best weekend in the world. Look at that for a day. Look at oh, that, that for it? a day out there. I know, there. it's beautiful, I it? know. Craving some great 80s music. Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio. On the app. On your smart speaker. And at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind set. Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.